Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On this very special episode of the OFNT podcast, I cover the latest Apple event. And that's about it. So what do you say we get this thing rolling? Maestro? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer. I hope this finds you well, and you're having a great week. Woohoo! Special episode. Man, more like a special education episode. Yeah, this bonus episode is uh, just to cover the October 13th Apple event and give my opinions on various products. I didn't get the I didn't get to watch the event live as I've recently switched work shifts. As I've mentioned previously, this is the first Apple event I haven't been able to watch live in years. I was, of course, able to watch the replay when I made time for it. First off, it's my opinion that Apple should not host live events any longer. These pre-recorded events are highly produced and move at a great pace. Various people making the announcements are relaxed and are able to just get the information out with no distractions. The whole thing moves at a better pace than the live events. Well, first up, they introduced the HomePod Minis. Well, they look real cool, and Apple products often do. And the size of them enables you to place them just about anywhere. Another advantage uh, the Minis have over the original full-size HomePods is the inclusion of the U1 chip. This, at a future date, will enable handoff from your iPhone. It's compatible with many third-party music streaming services, though Spotify wasn't mentioned. I guess Apple is paying them back for the controversial open letter Spotify released earlier this year, which complained about the App Store policies. You can also use apps from your phone on the HomePod, like Messages and Calendar, which is pretty cool. You can also hand off to CarPlay. The example they gave was uh, they planned a trip and the maps were already open on CarPlay once they started their car. That's pretty cool. And, of course, the Minis can also control smart appliances. Another feature that was pretty interesting is uh, Intercom. You can record a voice message and it will broadcast your message to all your HomePods and Apple devices, including CarPlay. Security is up to the usual Apple standards as personal requests require your iPhone to be present. The price is also great, at least for Apple. $99. Almost impulse buy territory. Almost. With no built-in screen to interact with, I can't see people choosing this over like Alexa. I love the integration with the Apple ecosystem, but this product doesn't ring the must-have bell for me. But I could change my mind. 
If the sound is as good as promised, I could see buying two of these and pairing them with the audio output of a television, if possible, and improve the sound of movies and other content. That would be the only use case that I can see for myself. You guys may have others. Next up was the iPhone 12. The hardware has been redesigned and resembles the iPhone 4, which I think looks much better than the current models. Apple was trumpeting 5G, even dragging the CEO of Verizon out to echo Tim Cook's sentiments. But what I'm hearing about 5G is it's not ready for a prime time. I'm hearing standard 5G is just slightly better than 4G, while millimeter wave 5G, which is the fast one, is not available in most places. Plus, you have to be right on top of the antenna to reap the benefits of the technology. That particular 5G technology also uses high frequency bands, which limits the range and penetration of your cell phone signal. I'd rather have a 4G signal than no signal at all. Supposedly, the 5G chips and antennas are tuned individually for each cell phone service provider. The standard iPhone 12 comes in the colors black, white, red, green, and blue, with blue being the most attractive in my opinion. Memory starts at a disappointing 64 gigs, and the price starts at $839, but the carriers are offering special discounts, so even if you buy direct from Apple, you can expect to pay about $799. The 6.1-inch screen size is the same as the iPhone 11, but they have extended the screen borders, which lets the phone be 11% thinner, 15% smaller, and 16% lighter, which is a good thing. Also, the screen is now OLED versus LCD, which is very good. My old fart eyes force me to go for the Pro models because their screens are much easier to read. Of course, HDR playback capability comes along with the upgraded screens. The glass, which Apple is calling Ceramic Shield, promises a four times better drop performance. We'll see about that. Of course, the new A14 Bionic chip is included in the 12, but how fast does your phone really have to be before you really notice it? I guess gamers will notice it more than non-gamers like myself. The camera module has been upgraded as usual and may for once challenge the Google Pixel camera. Apple has started using computational photography, which Google also uses and has since the introduction of its Pixel line. MagSafe made a return in the form of built-in magnets, which will ensure correct alignment on wireless chargers. To go along with MagSafe, Apple introduced magnetic phone cases and the Duo charger, which resembles an old Apple Watch charger accessory with an added provision for your phone. Oh, no headphones or power adapters are included in the now smaller box the iPhone comes packed in. First-time iPhone buyers will have to provide their own, I guess. I don't understand that move. A newly designed charging cable is included, though, so at least there's that. Next was the iPhone 12 mini. Apple had managed to squeeze a 5.4-inch OLED panel into a form factor smaller than the iPhone 8 and SE. This thing is tiny, yet has a much bigger and better screen than the previous mentioned models. Not only that, but 
it has all the hardware features of its 6.1-inch screened sibling. That's right, no hardware compromises. This is something that a somewhat small but vocal Apple crowd have been asking for for years. I would go for this model if my eyes weren't so compromised by my age. I would also guess that this will be the end of the SE line, which basically took the innards of the current iPhone, the latest current iPhone, and stuffed them into an iPhone 8 frame or older. We'll just have to wait and see how this particular model sells, as it starts at $699 versus the $399 they ask for the SE. Next up was the Pro model lineup. The main difference compared to the regular iPhone 12 are the bands around the phone are made of steel versus the aluminum of the standard model, and precision, that's their quote, milled back of the phone glass versus the just, I guess, milled glass of the regular model. The color selection is different, too. You can choose from silver, graphite, which is just gray, gold, and blue, with the blue color, again, being, in my opinion, the most stunning the gold is color is a bright gold compared to the older, more rose gold type uh, featured on previous generations. The phone comes in a 6.1 inch and a gigantic 6.7 inch screen size. Now I'm currently rocking a 6.5 inch 11 Pro Max and I feel it's too big for my taste. I just can't imagine looking around the new 6.7 inch size. The Pro lineup also has upgraded cameras, including a telephoto lens, which isn't included on the standard model. These cameras also let you capture images in the RAW format, as a favorite of professional photographers. The already awesome video capabilities of the iPhone have also been upgraded, which puts Apple far ahead in this feature versus other phones. The Pro version also features a LiDAR scan scanner, which is used to upgrade the low-light capabilities of the main cameras and will be instrumental for future augmented reality gear, like the Apple Glasses rumored to be in the works. As for now, besides the upgraded low-light photography benefit, there's not much more us common folk can expect to use LiDAR for. The iPhone 12 Pro 6.1 inch will cost you $999, why not just say 1000 while the big 6.7 inch model will set you back $1,099, ouch. Oh, base memory for the Pros start at a reasonable 128 gigs of RAM and go up to 512 gigs, while the regular models can be had with up to 256 gigs of memory. The 6.1-inch regular and pro models are available for pre-order now with a ship date of October 23rd, if I'm not mistaken. The 12 mini and the 6.7-inch pro will be available at a later date. My guess is mid-November. Now let's talk about what wasn't announced. The ever-elusive Apple tags again failed to show up. These are those Bluetooth items that would allow you to keep track of the location of stuff, such as car keys, using your phone. These are rumored to be cost about $20 each and would make great stocking stuffers for the upcoming season of giving. Myself, I'm not too excited about this product, but was surprised they didn't make an appearance at the, the event. 
Next, another product I'm not really too enthused about. The over-the-years Apple headphones were a no-show. This is another product that would have made a great uh, holiday gift. Unless these headphones are tuned for a flat frequency response, I have no use for them. I'll stick with my amazing AirPods Pro. Finally, the much-anticipated Mac computer featuring the Apple Silicon chip didn't make an entrance either. This future product is the one I'm most enthused about because of the flexibility and form factor and performance gains the use of custom silicon can bring. Apple has said in previous events that the first model using its own chips will be released before the end of the year. So maybe another event is coming up next month with a release date of December 31st at 2300 hours. That's 11 p.m. for all you non-European and non-military types. We'll have to see. Perhaps all these products will be announced with press releases instead of an event. They've done that in the past, and maybe that's what's going to happen with these uh, rumored products. My overall opinion of the new hardware announced in this event is, uh, though the iPhones have had a kind of a redesign, which harks back to the previous and better, in my opinion, style, it was really just an incremental update. I think this form factor of mobile computing has reached its limit. I predict that the next big update from Apple regarding phones anyway will probably be a dual screen version of the iPhone. I know my lovely wife would be all over that, especially with all the advertising the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold has been getting lately. For myself, I'll take a wait-and-see attitude on that form factor. For me, the most interesting phone at the event was the Mini. I'm curious to see how much market traction this phone will get. The HomePod Minis are cool and priced to sell, but unless I can use them to augment my home entertainment system, they are a no-go for me. I listen to podcasts and music mostly in my car and using earbuds. MagSafe is just a slightly enhanced version of wireless charging and, in my opinion, just a nice-to-have option in its current form. Now, will I be upgrading my current iPhone to one of the new models? No. My 11 Pro Max suits me just fine. Until 5G is really a thing and AR has practical uses for normal situations, I'll be staying put. If I do upgrade in the future, it will be to a standard iPhone, not a Pro version. Maybe by that time, LiDAR will migrate to the standard iPhone and the release of Apple Glasses will be on the horizon. Should you upgrade? If you have an older iPhone, for example, a 6 or an 8 series, yeah, go for it. If you need the enhanced camera, LiDAR, or just want bragging rights, go for one of the Pro models. If not, the standard iPhone 12 will be much more than enough phone for you. If you still have an older model's SE and crave the latest features of the new models, the iPhone mini is your choice. Well, that'll wrap up this special episode of the OFNT podcast. We'll be making some small changes to the show, so there won't be any new episode until November 1st. Unless Apple decide to have another event in the meantime, you can contact me with suggestions at OFNTpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. 
But remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Take care and thanks for listening. Now remember, get off my lawn, but be sure to come back on November 1st. I'm out of here. Take care, guys. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.